with another episode for um halloween time don't really have like a fancy title for it yet it's just um a bunch of halloween movies during the season of halloween and today we're talking about beetlejuice and i'm here with noelle and sandy hi hi they're both here we only have two mics so this is how we're gonna do it guys listening be patient with us um but yeah so we just watched we literally just watched this movie so everything's pretty fresh in our minds and before we get into that though i want to just ask you guys um what have you guys been watching this week or like what have you been listening to or just what have you been occupying your minds with well i sandy um i just finished the audible version of stephen king's book Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three, which is it's jfk yes right. that's the okay. day that he was assass- assassinated um it was great I loved it. I love Stephen King, but that one was was really good. And then immediately after, I watched the miniseries that Hulu made with James Franco. Yes. Okay. So was it good? It. I had seen the Hulu series um, when it first came out, and um, that was a couple of years ago. So Mm. I wanted to read the book and really see how different it is because they usually mess up Stephen King books, Mm. (laughs) and this one they didn't. It's obviously really. Uh, different Mm -hmm. but um they didn't it it was a kind of a different version yeah you know of course they had to you have to change it to be able to um interpret the story on a script you know because you can't read their mind like you Mm -hmm. can in the book so um but it was it was they were both good of course the book was better yeah okay (laughs) that's interesting i saw that ad on hulu and i was like james franco maybe i'll watch it i don't know but yeah no well I have been on <laughs> real deep, dark Harry Potter TikTok. Really? <laughs> so I went on a quest to oh, find God. all the Harry Potter books at the thrift store. Um, I've only got three, so as soon as I collect them all, I'm going to start reading them. Yeah. But I'm also on Twilight TikTok. Oh, no. So I had to buy Midnight <laughs> Sun, of course. So I'm about 25 pages in. I can only take a chapter a day because Edward is just too detailed. Is it good so far? It's okay. Yeah, I think Stephanie Meyer just tried to wring out one last mm-hmm. th- thing from the the series and from the Twilight Bank. It might be a flop, but at least I could say I read it. Yeah, that's true. That's fun. I know I went to Savers in I don't even know what city I was in, but I saw the Harry Potter books last week. I could have, but I didn't know you were looking for them. I would have bought them for you. But they're in like the the different like the newer covers, so they're smaller, they're thinner, but they're like the drawn out like oh, sketched I, covers. I want those. Yeah, sorry. Oh, you're okay. fired. I know. I'm sorry, but oh, sorry, no, it's hot. Okay, so let's talk about Beetlejuice. Um, this movie's like only an. It's an hour and 32 minutes. It felt kind of longer. I don't know why I thought it was like two hours. But um, yeah, Beetlejuice 1988, directed by Tim Burton, music by Danny Elfman, and many songs by Harry Belafonte. (laughs) It's like, wait. (laughs) I was um, reading something, and it said that he was like really excited to have all his songs on there. And they kind of just, I was just, he he, like heard about like 
the premise of the movie and was just like this sounds really intense and weird but okay but it made him his songs like really famous during the it 80s though, so. gave him a resurgence yeah, yeah so he probably sold a lot more records after yeah that. he made all that money but um so the cast is michael keaton as beetlejuice gina davis as barbara alec baldwin as adam lydia winona Ryder. I did that backwards. Um, Catherine O'Hara's Delia, Jeffrey Jones is Charles, and then Glenn Shaddix is Otho. So yeah, that's kind of like the main cast. And then the lady who plays Jane, she's annoying, so we don't need to mention <laughs> But yeah, do you guys remember your first time watching this movie, or just like a, a really fun memory or moment you had attached to watching that movie? Um, well, I saw it before you guys were alive, in the theaters, <laughs> yeah. um, with most likely noelle's dad because it was 1988 mm-hmm. so <laughs> mm-hmm. um i i remember loving it mm-hmm. so it, i mean it, we were just taking in uh tim burton mm-hmm. really so um yeah i loved it just because um, i love michael keaton it was you know it was funny it was brilliant i don't know i just i, I remember liking it mm-hmm. but i've liked it so much that I've seen it over and over and over through the years and it's just one of those movies that I can quote yeah you know you watch it and you just say no, the dialogue along with it yeah that's good you? when did you see it I know when did you see it? I don't really remember the first time seeing it I must have been super young but I do remember it being like the f- one of the first if not the first kind of scary movie mm-hmm. that I've seen and I can't believe I thought it was scary so I must have been at least eight years old or so. Yeah. But it is one of my favorites to this day, so mm-hmm. I love watching it at Halloween time. Yeah. And we're going to watch it forever. Forever and ever. <laughs> yeah, It. I know. I, I wish I was. I could have watched it in the theaters. I feel like a lot of Tim Burton's films I wish I could have seen in theaters. Like the older ones, like the really, really good ones. But, uh, but yeah, I'm trying to remember. Um, I watched it a lot in college, but I've watched it... I think I watched it in middle school. It was, like, just at home, and they were pl- it was, like, playing on a channel. And I was kind of just like, okay, what is this? Like, it's, should- it's kind of scary, but it's really funny, and it's not, like, like a full-on horror film. So I was kind of confused, but I love the music. And I- I've been a fan of, like, I've been obsessed with Danny Elfman probably longer than I, like, knew about Tim Burton. Because <laughs> I used to listen to, like, just movie scores. So I would just listen to Danny Elfman all the time. So I just... I think that's what really attracted me to like this one because I think this was like the one of the first um, Danny Elf um, Tim Burton movies. So yeah, I think yeah, I just remember like not knowing who any of the actors were. I wasn't even like aware. I was like super <laughs> young, so I was like, who are these people? And then like a few years after like watching it again, I'm like oh, that's Winona Ryder, that's Gina Davis, that's Alec Baldwin, <laughs> <laughs> and like and Michael Keaton. And then just like knowing that Batman came out a year i think after this 1989 i believe so that's just like kind of funny to see him in those two roles because they're total opposites and he's like so he's just not that's not him in batman yeah but but yeah so that was like me i i have like few memories of watching it for the first time and just kind of being confused i'm like what genre is this like i don't know what this is <laughs> tim burton is his, his own genre yeah it's, it's for just sure. like yeah. wes anderson is his own genre mm-hmm. <laughs> well consider the only movie that we knew about uh, of Tim Burton's was Pee Wee's Big Adventure before mm. that, mm-hmm. and that was really weird. And it's that is one of my favorite. That's in my top ten. Really, I love Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I need to watch so that. to be able to be able to see another P- Tim Burton movie, I mean, I you didn't know what to expect. You knew it was going to be weird. Mm-hmm. But I think that's so funny because 
when you think of Tim Burton, you think of Pee Wee first, probably. When I think of Tim Burton, I think of like Nightmare, Nightmare for Christmas. Yeah. So, so Pee Wee for me is really off brand for Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's the same. When I think about Tim Burton, I think immediately about um, like Corpse Bride, Nightmare for Christmas, Sweeney Todd, because I love Sweeney Todd. But then I kind of just, then I'm like, oh yeah, Alice in Wonderland and all that other stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the movie. Um, just, we can just get into it. We, we might just skip around, but. You have should have been watching this movie already if you're listening to this because this is all spoilers. Like, don't don't be stupid. <laughs> but yeah, so it opens with um, Adam's miniature of the house. So then we kind of know like this is his hobby, which is like weird. I don't know anybody who makes miniatures for fun, and so it was just. I remember seeing that. I'm like, this is interesting. Yeah. You only see that stuff like at the fair and mm-hmm. stuff, yeah. especially if somewhere where you live. I mean, it's oh yeah, a miniature of his own town. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. Like, he's not like a. He's like a, not like an architect or anything, right? So he just does it for fun. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. I don't know, but yeah. So he's um, he opens. With, we open with that, and then Jane is like harassing them because she really wants to sell the house because she thinks that the house is way too big for them, and she's just like she's so annoying, and she's like trying to like invade them and on their vacation and like just really wants them to sell the house. And I didn't realize it till watching it now. She said like, oh. Um, uh, this family in New York City wants to buy the house, and I didn't realize that's... I think that was the Dietz. They've been mm-hmm. eyeing the house for a while because they're from New York. Mm-hmm. And so when they died, they just thought it would be perfect <laughs> for them to do. And then she says, this really, this house really should be for a, for a family. Mm-hmm. And then you see Gina Davis get real sad. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, what's behind that? Did mm-hmm. she lose a baby? They don't really explain they, that. Yeah, they never explain it, but uh-huh. that's what I kind of guess. Like, maybe, like, they just haven't been able to have kids, but also that's probably why they love Lydia so much because yeah. it's, like, surrogate daughter. But, yeah, so they go to um, they go to the hardware store, and they're on their way home, and the stupid dog is, like, in the middle of the street. Ugly dog. I know, dog. And then <laughs> they, like, just swerve because they don't want to hit the dog, and they, like, kind of, their car goes over, like, the bridge, but it's, like, halfway, and it was just, I remember being so scared. Like, that's, like, when, it's not an irrational fear, but, like, that's just because it can happen, but I've, that's, like, my fear of, like, getting stuck in a car underwater and not being able to get out. <laughs> And so seeing it like that, it was just like, oh, Yeah, I've seen like too many uh, 911 shows <laughs> where they yeah. get stuck inside and they can't open the doors, can't get their seatbelt off. It was so scary. <laughs> I know. And so they, um, so yeah, so they didn't realize it, but they died. Um, but they, because they, they just kind of fall over the bridge and they drown. We're just guessing we don't see them die. So it's like, it's harder for us to like understand like what happened. So they get back to their house, they're soaking wet and they, um, they don't know they're dead until they see themselves and like, they don't see the reflection of themselves. They, they think that's when they kind of get like suspicious about it. It's just like, that's so scary. And I also thought about vampires cause like vampires, you can't, yeah. you can't see your reflection. So I'm like, are they vampires now? But I wasn't sure. But but they're uh, oddly calm about it. Yeah, they're know? super calm. I'd be screaming, freaking out. <laughs> I'm dead. Like, yeah. this is my life now. <laughs> and they're just, like, walking through their house so calmly. I'm like, dude, like, your hand's on fire. Like, why aren't you freaking out? <laughs> um, so they um, so they see the book on the table in, like, their living room. And it's the handbook for the recently deceased. And so that's kind of just the guide for, like, the whole movie. And so, um, I don't know if he, like, starts reading it then and there, but they just kind of see it in that moment, right? I don't really, they don't really he, do much with it. The mo- the term, the phrase, um, it reads like stereo instructions, mm-hmm. is used twice in the movie. Oh, and okay. it's like, like that's a, an old phrase, because I use it, mm-hmm. but, like, people don't, young people don't know what it means. What does that mean? <laughs> well, because 
stereo instructors, you know, when you put together your, st- your stereo, mm-hmm. it, it, they're just, it's just confusing. Oh, it's okay. hard to read. It's like you Ikea Yeah, I was going to say like Ikea instructions. <laughs> no, much harder because there's all kinds of words and um, not, yeah, it's not like put the fleer, fleer doodle in the, like you know, step one, like, step two, exactly. easy like that. Yeah. No, it's much harder. So oh, okay. that's why they use that expression. I didn't even catch that. I, I didn't really realize that. <laughs> um, so they, um, so this just skipped over. Oh, sorry. Sorry, guys. Okay. So they they go to bed, and then they wake up with, like, this, like, r- rambunctious noise, and they see that there's, um, there's, like, a family moved in, or moving in, um, and it, these are the Deets. So, um, so, yeah, so this is where you kind of get introduced to, like, this family, like, this New York City, like, I don't even know, like, they're obviously, like, rich, right? Like, they have money, or they just... Yeah, they're, like, rich and artsy. Annoying. And just... <laughs> Yeah, too rich for the area. Yeah, it's kind of random that they're... What's the city? Where, where are they? I know. They're in like a... Something I river. I don't know if they ever say it. I mean, yeah, yeah, they, they do. They say the... It's made up, though. The name of the city. Oh, it's like... Green River or something, but it's not green. Oh, she calls it the something river bridge that she's going to yeah. jump it, off of. It says... And um, IMTB says it's a, a beautiful house in New England. Oh, okay. But I don't really... I've never been. I don't know. But um, but yeah, so they're they're like a really intense, like artsy like family well mostly just delia and she's really into her art and so right away you kind of like get the gist like this lady is just like she wants her art and she's like super high maintenance and the dad just wants to relax the whole time and just watch birds and chill um and then lydia is just like really emo and really cool and just doing her own thing but uh, can we talk about Catherine o'hara she is just yeah the best i love her i mean of course i just Come, coming off um, watching binging Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. So good. But I've always liked her. I used to watch uh, Second City Television and it was just mm-hmm. like a skit show that kind of was up against Saturday Night Live, you know? Oh, okay. And uh, so a different group of people watched it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's really, really good though. It, that's where John, Can- John Candy came from, oh. Eugene Levy. Are they all Canadian? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know John Candy was Canadian. Yeah, it was a Canadian oh, show. That's cool. Sketch show. So. So I feel like this was my first because I didn't watch Home Alone till I was like in high school. I didn't grow up watching it, so this was my first like peek into Catherine O'Hara, and I'm like, oh okay. And then seeing her in Home Alone, I'm like, hey, that's the mom. And yeah, her fashion is incredible. You were like, you like caught like a bunch of the costumes, right? Like the yeah, like the 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 leather glove she has wrapped around her head, and mm-hmm. the, the fingers are laying across her hair. That's it's a glove. It's so funny. And then the <laughs> um, the sweater that that um. What's his name? Charlie. Charlie has yeah. on. He has it on. And then like, you know, a few scenes later, she has it on as pants. They're so weird. She has her legs <laughs> yeah. through the arms. And then she has her, her waist is in the, in the bottom, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then she's holding it up with suspenders. <laughs> and then I don't know where the neck hole is. I guess she's just yeah. <laughs> weird. I don't know how she got like, I was trying to figure out. She probably like cut this close the sleeves in because i'm like where oh her arms are her, her arms, legs are through her the, legs are through the sleeves so weird they but it was so funny because watching this right now i was like wait i feel like david from schitt's creek like his fashion is totally like um 
Delia. <laughs> yeah, like right? the same thing. And he's like, always got so something fun. weird on a skirt. Going like yeah, on like those a... long like shorts, but they look like a skirt. Uh-huh. Like like that's what I was like. Oh, this is totally David right now. <laughs> but yeah, I thought she's really cool, and I love yeah. And then seeing knowing that she's Sally too, mm-hmm. and then I also read that she met her husband on this set because he was like a de- set designer or something, and he asked her out on the last day of filming. That's so awesome. And that's her husband still. Is I'm like Bo Welch or something, but that was really cool. Yeah. But yeah. And I, then um, what's his? I forget his name. The what's the dad again? Charlie. Charlie. I can't see him as anything else but the principal. I on, know. <laughs> on um, Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's so awful <laughs> in that, but like awful in a good way. Like he's so like menacing but yeah i when i watch it i'm like no this is a this is a principle from first view like I, yeah i literally cannot see him just as like the dad here but yeah he was yeah. i don't even know i don't i don't know what other movie season is he still alive i don't know it's the only thing like that can, all i can see him in right now yeah <laughs> going through like the house is he try to go through the doggy door in that movie i don't remember but he's like running around their house and he's just but, super, oh yeah this is I super awful but yeah um and then she kicks him in the face the mm-hmm. sister kicks him in the face that's yeah. the best scene <laughs> um, so so we're introduced to them and then you can kind of tell through this that like lydia isn't really a fan of her stepmom but we learn that that's her stepmom and then realize like that they're just super different in her her they don't see eye to eye um so then uh barb and adam try to like spook them this is like their first time trying to scare them because they're just like we got to get these people out of our house like this is our house um and they, uh, but they, like, they're invisible to them because they're dead and they can't see them. And so they'll, like, try, we'll see, like, throughout the movie, like, there's multiple times where they try to scare them, but they literally, like, just, they, they don't see them. Okay, and then, so, they try to, like, scare them because they're invisible, but then I think after this scene, they open the door and they, uh, they end up in, like, the sand area with the sandworm, right? They mm-hmm. kind of just open the door because they're trying to, like, get out of the house. Yeah. And that, that. So basically they're trapped because they can't get out anywhere. And so they end up in like that weird like sand area. But so I was just, I think. Well, he calls it Saturn later on. Oh, is yeah, it Saturn? He yeah. He said, oh, I see you've been to Saturn. What? That's he, he so weird. sandworms hate him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So which Why they is na- it called? Get, never gets explained. That's what the heck. I think it's so weird. Like <laughs> Saturn. I don't know. I have so many questions that will never get answered because he'll <laughs> never make the second movie. Uh, but yeah, so they go, like, show up in that place and they're just like, this is, like, super weird. This is super, like, odd. And then you see the little sandworm in the back. Also, I was just thinking about Dune because, like, this Dune has, a, uh, like, an ugly sandworm but they're in the sand. So all that 80s stuff. But um, so the it's, like, the next day and that they're, um, they're taking all the furniture delia wants to remove all the furniture and stuff and you see all her like weird art and i think it's like it's funny now because i've been into some like random like art places in like newport beach and people literally have stuff that looks like this yes like it's super weird and that hurt my vintage thrifting heart seeing them throw out all that good rattan furniture or rattan furniture and at least have an estate sale or something like (laughs) no like getting rid of all that stuff but yeah seeing her art was just kind of like funny but very like tim burton-esque and i was like trying to like figure out since he didn't write it but he directed it but it seems so heavily influenced by like him i want to know like like what kind of like creative freedom he had with like adding in like all that stuff because obviously he did with like the costumes and all like the little like 
bits and pieces of it but and i was just curious then the carousel where the, you see jack you, you actually see jack's skeleton yeah. head on the top that's why i was like i wonder like because he'd been writing he'd been drawing jack's skeleton for years mm-hmm. before that yeah so he like he slipped that in on purpose I know. let's just i wonder like how it i don't know how it works but like if you're a director but you're not a writer but because he wasn't even a producer on this but to see like all of his influences like getting in there I mean, yeah. he, he has all the power. It's Tim Burton. Yeah. But I thought that was, like, so fun because you're kind of just watching, like, seeing Easter eggs of his future films, mm-hmm. So which is really cool. Was there any, like, um, anything from Pee-wee in there? Like, any, like, Easter eggs or anything? Pee-wee's just a whole thing on its own. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched it. I really want to watch it. But You've never seen it? No, I've never oh, no. seen it. <laughs> you know, it's funny. The first time I saw it, um, someone took me to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a date. <laughs> He's my friend on Facebook, so I won't say his name. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and I saw it, and he had already seen it, and he said, you have to see this movie. Mm-hmm. It's just the best thing ever. And I saw it, and I thought, that was weird. Yeah. Like, I couldn't, I didn't know if I really liked it or not. This guy's, you know, <laughs> this weird movie. Yeah. And I saw it again by myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I love this movie. Yeah. I, I have to have this movie. So is it kind of scary or no, no, it's no. just about a boy. Pee Wee Herman's mm. a boy. <laughs> they don't say his age, but, and mm. he, uh, his, his bike gets stolen. Mm. And so, and he loves that bike. That's everything to him. And so it's just the story of him chasing after his bike because oh. it gets sold and he has to go and he has to go to Texas mm-hmm. and he has to go to, it's just his oh. adventure. <laughs> I want to watch it. I've never watched it. I've always wanted yeah. to, but I think it's hard now if, now that you know, um, mm-hmm. That. his history we'll have to come back and talk about that one yeah. when i watch it because i haven't seen it i want to watch it uh so back to the furniture so so adam and barb see like they like look outside and see all the furniture getting taken out like their furniture and then all the new stuff coming inside and then um they open the handbook and then from there there's like a little piece of paper which is beetlejuice's ad for um bio exorcist what does that even mean like bio <laughs> i think because bio as in like alive like instead of instead of exercising a spirit you're exercising people from their house yeah yeah. human beings that's exactly right oh i never thought about that you're smart i know you're smart (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so they see that and then they're kind of just like curious about like the ad and and then um lydia is taking photos of all the people at the furniture I don't know why she's taking photos of all, like, them moving all that furniture out. But um, she, like, is kind of, like, has her camera up and looking at through, like, the window of the house. And she sees Barb and Adam. But she's, like, freaking out because she's, like, wait, these are, like, these are the ghosts. But it's, like, funny how she can see them. But she's in through the window. And then Jane gives her the skeleton key to get. It was just, like, a creepy idea of a skeleton key. Like, skeleton key. I keep thinking about it. Like, I don't. Do they why still is make it those? That? Do they call. Like, well, how does that name correlate with being able to open everything in the house yeah that's such an odd name we'll have to look that up <laughs> yeah that's what i was thinking because that oh, there's a movie called skeleton key with kate hudson i think oh, about yeah. that movie that, that like started out good and ended up bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so she sees them through the window so she's like oh my gosh like these are probably the people that lived here before and then jane gives her the skeleton key so she goes up to the attic um so she tries to open it. So during this time, they're also in the attic and they're trying to figure out the book. And so this is where Adam like draws out the door and tries to open it. Mm-hmm. 
like from the directions from the book and then she sees the green light through the keyhole when the door magically opens so like Lydia for sure just knows that there's something supernatural going on and like for sure they're ghosts because she can't open the door because they were holding it earlier but um but yeah so then um so we go into like the <laughs> what is it I a skeleton, a skeleton key is a type of master key in which the serrated edge has been removed in such a way that it can open numerous locks. The heck? <laughs> I mean, but why is it called the skeleton? Because it's bro- been broken down to its most um, essential parts, reduced to its essential parts. Oh, like so a skeleton. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Creepy. Yay. Oh. Thank you, Google. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I kind of... I just would love to go into a big house and have a skeleton key, but also thinking about the haunting of Hill House, the TV show. Yeah, that sounds like a horrible idea. Yeah, and I don't really want that skeleton key for that house. But <laughs> so they go into the, so they walk into like that the dead world or whatever. There's not really a name for it, right? Like their portal that they go through. Like there's like the waiting room, but like yeah. I guess like it's not hell. It's not. It's just um. Purgatory. Yeah. And so they, this, this is where we see all the cool characters, like, sitting on the couch. Um, which which ones do you guys love the most? There's the guy that, the guy where the pygmy shrunk his head. <laughs> that's But that's in the second, oh, yeah, is that, is that, is that in that the, scene? Or is it the second time? I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I think they show it. Okay. And the first one? And the, um, the guy with the chicken bone stuck in his throat. Yeah, that one's my favorite. <laughs> And um, the lady in half, right? She's in there. She mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. remember because it's twice. I like that. Oh, scene. the smoky. Oh, <laughs> the smoky. yeah. Yeah, he's all burnt to a crisp. <laughs> and he's smoking still, and he's all he offers him one, and mm-hmm. then he's all, yeah, I'm trying to cut down. <laughs> I think it's so cool watching that scene now after I've listened to the Beetlejuice and musical soundtrack mm-hmm. because there's a song in there um, that Miss Argentina sings, and it's called what I know now because she says that line if I knew then what I know now I wouldn't have had my accident oh, and the yeah. whole song is about if I knew what death it was then I wouldn't have killed myself and every single person in the waiting room mm-hmm. explains how they died yeah so you yeah. get to see them in the mm-hmm. movie because they they took the real I mean I they, they just guessed I'm assuming yeah you know, of how they died but it's kind of cool. cool to see them yeah and, I need to listen uh, to Argentina um She's the receptionist, mm-hmm. and the the girl that plays her is the girl that plays Carmen in the Three Amigos. You ever seen that movie? I've seen that movie. Yeah, um, I don't remember. Yeah, she's like the love interest. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Does she do anything else ever? I don't think so. No, that was it. Dang. Well, at least she's like that icon everyone dresses up as Halloween yeah. for. Yeah. But yeah, I think hers is really cool too. Her costume, and then the lady in half, and then the like the charred smoker guy it was really funny. Um. So they're in there and they're just kind of freaking out because they just need help. And so they're in like this waiting room and and the uh, Miss Argentina kind of tells them like so she's kind of it's funny how they kind of assume like they kind of that they know what they're supposed to do after they're dead. And like, oh, you didn't read the handbook already. But it's like no one tells them in the beginning, like, hey, like they didn't even know they were dead until they couldn't see themselves. So it seems kind of unfair because everybody else knows and Mm -hmm. they're like all. (laughs) It's also like going to the DMV. Yeah, you don't know what line to get in. But it seems like everybody else knows where they knows, and you don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like the DMV, huh? Yeah, (laughs) which I guess would be hell. And then she was like, "Oh, like you're gonna use up all your favors or whatever." I'm like, "How are they supposed to know?" I was just getting so mad. I was like, "How are they supposed to know that they're they're supposed to call for help?" But so they uh, 
so they, I think they meet Juno then, um, right? They go, yeah. So during this time, so as they like are talking to Juno, Lydia gets into the attic and she starts seeing all the miniatures and stuff. So she's kind of like, oh, like they're still here. They're still like doing their thing here. And um, Barb and Adam meet Juno, the caseworker. And then they, because they kind of ask, because they see the Beetlejuice ad. And they're like, oh, what about this guy? And she's like, no, like, this is my, was this her her intern or is like assistant? assistant? Yeah, her assistant. And then she's like, you don't want to get into trouble with this guy. Like, he's just bad news. Um, And he, and they said, and she just tells him, like, don't say his name three times. Because that's, like, how you're going to get him. And then they're just, yeah. So then they're, she kind of just tells them, like, you have to, like, scare them away on your own. Which is kind of, like, the goal of the whole movie, but they don't really do it. Well. They're too nice. Well, yeah. they haven't read the handbook, and that's, they keep telling yeah. them, you, you, you gotta mm-hmm. read it. Yeah. They, I guess that's how yeah. everybody knew, huh? Yeah, They read true. the handbook. But it reads like stereo instructions, so. <laughs> and it's, that's why I was like, they're holding this handbook all the time, but they're barely reading it, like. I would just be saying they tried though and they even, really did try even yeah. Lydia says oh yeah I read the whole thing yeah, yeah. like why can't they read it I don't know what they're dumb yeah they're dumb they're nice but they're and dumb and even Otho mm-hmm. and we, need to, we had, didn't talk about Otho oh yeah he's like the character you love to hate you know mm-hmm. he's like obnoxious and he knows everything yeah and then he's trouble and he steals the book mm-hmm. and he's the the bad one at the end really yeah and he doesn't even like we'll get to it but he doesn't even like take responsibility he's just like okay bye i'm dipping out now but i was reading about him and he does the voice of the mayor at nightmare before christmas yeah he does i was like what the heck that's so cool but i didn't realize that it doesn't i have to watch that one now for like the <laughs> 30th time um so then they're trying to go um scare them away on their own so it's like nighttime and then one of them scares they're, 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 they're just as, like, sheet ghosts now, which is funny. <laughs> and they're, um, so they go up to Charles. Or, like, they're, they're, Charles's door is closed in his study, and you just hear, ooh. And he, so he sees the the sheet ghost, but doesn't realize it's a ghost. He just thinks it's, like, Lydia or whoever. And so he's just, like, go, like, just so annoyed by it. But it's just, like, me, like, watching so many scary movies, if I saw that, <laughs> even if it was, like, a friend pulling a prank on me, I would, like, punch it just to make sure <laughs> that it wasn't a ghost. I get, I'm so paranoid about, like, I don't know, I get scared so easily, but they're so, like, calm about it, like, hearing noises, like, abnormal noises, and then, um, they try to scare Delia, and she's, she's, it's so funny, because she thinks it's the TV, and so, like, they're both in front of her, and, like, they're, like, boo, boo, and, and she's just, like, gets, like, she's, like, half asleep with her, like, makeup smeared, and she tries to turn off, like, with the remote, <laughs> and they're just, like, okay, like, this is, this is helpless, like, why are we doing this? <laughs> And then they go to, and then in that moment, Lydia takes pictures of them. That's she gets the pictures because then she realizes later there's no feet on them. But um, but she can see them, which is kind of funny, which is I don't is well because the, the picture can't see them, mm-hmm. but she can with mm-hmm. her own eyes. So she can't see them because she's just really strange and unusual, or is it because she read the handbook? I don't know. And also, why is she taking pictures? No, because she hadn't read the handbook when she saw them in the oh. window. Yeah. She's, she's constantly taking a hundred photos a minute, like Polaroid like, didn't like, cost yeah. anything. Yeah, exactly. Acting like it doesn't cost or take time for things to get developed. I'm like, must be nice. <laughs> like Polaroids don't cost anything. They're so expensive. Yeah, <laughs> the they are. The film is so expensive now. And like just to 
Yeah. So that's why I was like, save your film, Lydia. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> like, she doesn't even know if there's, like, a, a local film shop to get her, like, supply. Like, she's risking She might have been kind of freaking out, though, because she's backing up and mm-hmm. she's taking a whole bunch of them. And, yeah. Like, if... Yeah. It was kind of a scary moment, maybe, for her. Mm-hmm. Just know. taking it and to see it. Um, so, she... So she tells him that she re- she read the handbook, and then he's like, oh, like, I, I think, um, I want to call him Alec Baldwin. His character is like, how can you see us? And she's just kind of like, you can just kind of tell she's just very, like, dark and very um, intense for a young girl. <laughs> so that's also why I was like, oh, she probably just can see him because she's super emo or whatever. <laughs> but she says... She um, says, I myself am very strange. Well, she and says unusual. that, that mm-hmm. people can't, won't normally see the strange and unusual. Mm-hmm. I myself are, you know. Yeah. That's so that's like the first thing that she sees too. So she explains it. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. I like her. My queen. Um, and then Lydia like freaks out and tells Delia the next day they're, they're preparing for dinner. Like, oh, like I see these, I saw these ghosts, like these people, these ghosts are the people that used to live here. And like Delia's like chopping up all her like onions and her foods because she's all stressed out about this um, dinner party that she's having um, with these people. And so these people, the people that come, they're just, it's her agent, right? It's her, it's Delia's yeah, it's like her, our, agent, our agent and then his wife and then it's Otho and then their random friend. Yeah, I don't know who they that They never chick. explain her. Yeah, and then she just dips she, after. I was like, who? Yeah, she's just mean to Otho and mm-hmm. I don't know where she comes from. Yeah, I like her like style, but I was like, where did this lady come from? Like, is she like, maybe she's one of part of their like group or whatever. I don't know. The art scene. So they're preparing. She's preparing, like, the dinner for that. So, and then she doesn't believe what Lydia's telling her. Like, there's ghosts here, blah, blah, blah. And, like, you can kind of tell that Delia's very dismissive of Lydia the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't really, like, care. I don't want to say not care about her, but just, like, doesn't really give her the attention. Um, and so I think that's where she kind of resents her stepmom. But, yeah. And then, so, um, so back at the attic barb says beetlejuice three times to get transported into the model because they're just like nothing's working like we try to scare them multiple times like let's just um let's just call beetlejuice and so i think this is my favorite scene because you only get so you only get michael keaton for like 14 minutes throughout the whole movie you yeah. don't get a lot of him he doesn't come in until 25 minutes into the that's movie just crazy. and he's only on for like yeah 14 minutes and it's his like name that's the his name yeah, is crazy. on the it's movie supposed to be about him and I and it's just like watching it over and over again. I'm like, oh, I wish he was in it more. Like, like even today, I'm like, oh, like why isn't he in it more? Like he's in it for 14 minutes, but you can't tell because it's all like cut out different. Like it's spaced out so evenly. But I just want one of just him the whole time on the screen. <laughs> it's like how much can you really take of him because he's so spastic, he's so intense. Yeah, yeah. And you're like oh, like everything, every single scene he's in, he's just crazy. And mm-hmm. it, too much of it would be yeah that's true. Yeah. a headache yeah <laughs> yeah trying to like catch all the references he says and like all he's talked so fast too and i was like what well, is this guy yeah all the little crazy. jokes and like you said it was like 90 percent improvised mm-hmm. which is cool and you didn't i you told me that he used to be a stand-up comedian too yeah so i'm like oh this kind of makes sense now like i've never seen him in another role but um but yeah that's fine i remember yeah. seeing his uh his stand-up and then so him being funny in this movie was just a like new a, thing yeah, yeah. He's, oh he's an actor now you know? oh that's i've only seen michael keaton in like a few things like birdman bat the two batman to burton batman's this movie and then um in spider-man so i haven't really because i don't really know yeah. what he's in and then yeah. that movie well, white did, noise what was that's he's scary movie. he's the um um that girl's dad in the 
the newer one, the first Tom Holland Spider-Man, he's the dad, and he like sells the weapons. He does. He did a lot of comedies. Oh, yeah. He did uh, Mr. Mom, where he the the wife goes to work and he has to take care of the kids oh. and everything goes wrong and like just little scene, funny scenes like mm-hmm. he goes to the market and he has to buy like maxi pads <laughs> and like there's no price on it so she's like I got a uh, price check on maxi pads and he's like oh it's okay it's okay you know it's like funny little things like yeah. that and then he did one called duplicity I think it's called mul- mm. multiplicity shoot I can't remember mm. about there's I don't know how they get duplicates of him anyways oh. he's done a lot of like funny movies yeah that's like I just like never seen a lot of like I've only seen his very popular stuff and I'm like I feel like I want to watch more Michael Keaton because as he got that. older he did started doing the more serious stuff mm-hmm. like Birdman yeah Birdman was good mm-hmm. uh but yeah so having him on here like for this like scene it's just like so entertaining to watch because he's so like he's so sporadic and you're just kind of like you're just like barbin adam are just like what the heck is going on like who is this guy like and he like he should so they they see his grave and so they're like okay like maybe we have to dig him out of the grave so they start digging him and they see like the um you said it was like cork huh his grave was like covered in like the yeah, cork that's so cool yeah. which is so how funny. they did that because it's, it's the, the model. model yeah <laughs> and then the grass always like i always remember that from watching it from the first time like seeing the grass i'm like oh my god i don't know why i was so amazed i'm like it's just like it's just plastic like a rubber the rubber grass yeah, yeah i'm like what if grass was really like that <laughs> it'd be nice no allergies but um so they like dig up his the his grave and then he shows up and he kind of like floats up and they're just they don't know what to expect and he's just kind of i think he's just shocking to look at like yeah, he, he's so hideous and he's like he has like moss or like green stuff around his head mm-hmm. his hair like his eyes are completely black um yeah i think he's just like kind of gross to look at sometimes and it's they don't even talk about what he is yeah if he's dead or if he's a demon or well, I know in the music in the musical they say he's a demon. Oh uh, well, if he's her her assistant, who knows what he? Uh, That's why I always thought he was kind of like a demon, but he's like so old that like he just doesn't even look human. Like he used to be human, and then he died. Because yeah. then he's like an exorcist too, so he's obviously like not okay. <laughs> I don't know. Then he wouldn't be a demon, right? If he's a dick, because a demon isn't a dead person. I know. That's what I'm saying. Is he a dead? Is he dead or is oh, he a no. demon? Because no. he does. They don't specify, but I'm saying in the musical they say he's they a say demon. he's a demon. Oh, okay. Let me see. What is Beetlejuice? The guy at Universal Studios is mm-hmm. always really good. Yeah, I. But that's the number one person I want to look for whenever I go. Yeah, he's really He'll obnoxious. And yeah. He's like, he yells if he goes up to people and he yells at them. And I you swear know, he'd you like grab, at? like grope you if he could. Yeah. <laughs> he's really good. He's a, yeah. And he has like the voice perfectly down too. Um, okay. So this one from fandom.com from Beetlejuice Wiki says that he's um, a trickster and a mis- mischievous ghost. But oh. I don't I don't think... Is he? A, I just feel like he's I, I not think, a ghost. I think he is a ghost. Or she says or he was a, his, her assistant. I mean, she's probably. Oh. Google says that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm reading that's fandom. One. That's different. It says that you can assume that he killed himself because after, when you kill yourself, you become a civil servant. Mm. And he works. He used to work for Juno. For Juno. Oh, okay. And okay. everyone who works there, they all killed themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they. That guy hung himself, and mm-hmm. he's like, 
skating across, dropping papers on people's desks. And he, like, he, he can go through, like, the crack of the wall to, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that's the guy that was what? run over. Oh, that's the guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, Then there's the hanging the guy. The hanging guy, and he's saying, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, they have all the papers. <laughs> the so they, flat guy. The flat guy is funny. Um, so this is super funny. So when he, so they're kind of, like, he, so he, they're just kind of in shock, and they're just like, oh, like, um, we're just, we're trying to get these people out. We're trying to, like, get rid of all of them. And I think it's, like, so funny because Alec Baldwin's like, oh, so what, what are your qualifications? And he's like, oh, I attended Ju- Juilliard and Harvard <laughs> Business School. And so I wanted, like, that's where I was like, oh, he probably, like, ad-libbed that. Like, he just for sure yeah. improvised. Like, I just, I can't imagine, like, that being in the script. <laughs> like, being so hilarious. clever and funny. They just let him go. Yeah. <laughs> and then he said he lived through the Black Plague plague and had a pretty good time and then he said he's seen the exorcist about 167 times and it keeps getting funnier every Every single single time time. (laughs) it's so funny and i think it's just funny that he said i went to juilliard (laughs) um and yeah he's had extensive travel like a travel life and um but yeah so i feel like for sure all of this was super improvised but i think that was like one of my favorite moments in the film because it's just so funny just to see like him ramble and just literally psychotic yes and, and he's, he's so like dead serious about it yeah. too. And then they just show their expressions, and they're just like, mm-hmm. you know, which was probably their. I mean, it's their real expressions of them reacting to his improvisation. Yeah, just, they're probably amazed as we are. Yeah, I know it would be so hard for if I were Gina Davis and like trying not to laugh the whole time, or just like being like, "What the heck, this guy's like, it's incredible." I don't know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> this is not Beetlejuice related, but I saw on the internet. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's true someone can fact check me uh, <laughs> that the scene in jurassic park where the the glass top like the sunroof caves in on the kids like with the t-rex mm-hmm. that that wasn't supposed to happen so their faces the, were real because was real. they got death horrified because they thought they were gonna die i would have cried oh and they gosh. just kept it in the film Ugh. but i don't know if that's true I think I read that too. It might be true. It could be true. Yeah. They do things like that They're sometimes. Like they just kept it in. Yeah. That's mm. so interesting. I like when they, or that one scene in Django when Leonardo DiCaprio breaks the glass with his hands oh, and, he's and they, oh, he's, he keeps going. Yeah. And he, that's his real blood. <laughs> yeah. Because he actually cut his hand open and like seeing and that. She's scene. like horrified and mm-hmm. they're like, okay, we're, go- we're, we're going to keep we're gonna going. We're going to keep on this, going. Right? <laughs> yeah. That, like those scenes always like catch my eye too. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So. So they kind of just are freaked out, kind of like, oh, like, this guy's just crazy. So they, so she says, home, home, home. And then they get back to the attic. But he's, like, all upset because he was, like, was he, like, can I get you to have for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> like Italian? Yeah. And then they're gone. It's just so funny. I'm like, okay, Beetlejuice, like, what are you going to make? He's all, I'm just trying to make a deal. And I think that's so funny because I know salespeople will do anything <laughs> to like, sell you something. Or, like, the pyramid scheme people, like, you for yeah. sure. <laughs> But, um, so oh, right here, he says the F word, and then I was reading this thing, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, like, one of three movies in the 80s that said, like, uh, like the F-bomb, in other words, like, and it still got a PG rating. And so yeah. I was so interested about that. What it, what I think you fun. can only say it, I guess, well, like once. once. That would make sense, but I'm just like, what yeah. the heck, PG movie? Maybe they missed it. <laughs> Which is super funny, though. I think it's... Yeah, I wonder if you've improvised that too, and they're like, "Oh, this is really good." Like, it was pretty subtle too. Yeah, it was. I didn't notice it until I read, like, watched this YouTube video on it. I'm like, "Oh my god, I didn't even notice that he said that." Um, so after that, they're kind of, they're kind of just determined to just do the thing, their thing on their own, and kind of get kick out the deets on their by themselves because they're like, "This, we don't want Beetlejuice. He's just freaking crazy." And then, um, 
Okay, so this is where the dinner scene happens. And this is like, this is your favorite scene yes, in the movie? It's the, yeah. It's the best scene in the movie. Not yeah. only because that song is just so cool and I grew up listening to it, mm-hmm. but just the fact that, um, like, Beetlejuice actually, before that, when he when he first met them, showed them, how, uh, kind of showed them how to um, throw their voice, throw, throw, throw their voices mm-hmm. because he does it to her. Mm-hmm. So that's... I guess where they get the idea, right? Yeah, of, to kind of like possess them in a yeah, way. They're yeah. like, I mean, how they do them all at the same time, I that, don't know. But yeah, that's why I was like, do they pos- technically possess them? Because they're all dancing the same yeah. way. I was just probably. Yeah. And then like you see Lydia, um, she backs away. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I mean, not that they would have done it to her anyway, but she backs away. And just like watches thing. it. And just, yeah. yeah. And she's like smiling through the whole thing too. Like she thinks it's funny. But yeah, this scene is really iconic. I, I've seen it like parodied so many times. And then I got upset because I saw um, like the Hadid's parody this for like a Vogue shoot. And I'm like, they did like a video of this. Oh, and I was just like, they ruined it. Please don't do that. <laughs> no. They've probably never even seen it before. Yeah, probably. But. So yeah, they start singing, Delia starts singing Deo, and then they all kind of like get possessed. And then I think it's like so funny to like watch all their different reactions and they're all kind of dancing the same way, but it's like, how do you dance and act like you're not controlling your body when you're dancing? Yeah, because they're like both surprised and then they're into it. Yeah. And then they're surprised again that I'm doing this move and then they're into it. Like you know? Otho when he's like with the little, um, the little glove, you know, the, the, ice, ice the ice bucket and then he starts feeling it and yeah. it's like so and funny. And like he's shocked, but then he closes his eyes because mm-hmm. he's into it. It's like, yeah. <laughs> they don't know what to do. And, and then afterwards they, they loved it anyway, mm-hmm. even though they thought they were going to be scared by it. Yeah. They ended up, oh, that was great. Yeah. They had, they're all into it and they're having a yeah. good time. But yeah, that scene is just so funny. But the shrimp. That, the shrimp scares me so much still. Yeah, because you're not expecting it. I mean, yes, you, like we watched it now knowing what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh my God, those shrimp are ginormous. They right? look like, hand, like fingers. They look like fingers. Well, they, yeah. But when you watch it the first time, they didn't look like fingers. Mm-hmm. You didn't even think about them being fingers. Yeah. And then they were fingers. Yeah. That is so scary. I think that part always, like, gets me. That's, like, moments like that, that's where I'm like, oh, I can see, like, it could also be a horror film so many times. Like, I feel like it kind of is, but it's too com- too much more focused on comedy and being really light. But, like, those moments, I'm like, I, I was scared when I first watched that. So, like, that that happens, and then they push them all off the chairs, and then um, after that, they're all, like, talking about it. Like you said, like, they're having a good time. Like, oh, that was so cool. And then, of course, these people are, like, trying to, like, figure out how to capitalize on, like, paranormal activity and, like, how to, like, make it a whole attraction, yeah. which is, like, typical these people. Yeah. Um, and then they um, – so, like, they all want to see the ghost. Now that they kind of know, like, they have, like, that proof in a way from their experience, like, oh, there's ghosts here – um they they asked Liddy like can you go get them from the attic like can you bring them down here like we want to meet them and they're just being super persistent about it and then they they don't come down and so the agent leaves with his wife and then the other girl we don't know much about <laughs> she, she just down. like leaves and then he like tells her like what did he say he says he said something about her art he like bagged on her art saying that something but like it was super scary anyway or something yeah that it was never never good anyway or something or like if you want to get scared look at your art instead or something like shades her but um so they so they're so it's otho and then it's charlie and then delia and then lydia and they walk upstairs because they're like trying to get to like the ghosts they want to see barb and adam and they um they're like hiding behind like the window right because they're like hanging out like trying to like (laughs) Because that's where, that's also, I had, I guess I should have looked up these questions, but are they hiding because now that they're aware of them, they know that they can see them? 
or because why would they hide if they can't see them yeah i know you're probably right because now that they accept them Mm -hmm. they'd probably be able to see them yeah that's why i was like why are you hiding if you're a ghost but then that makes sense like they're they've already they know who that they're ghosts now so so they're hiding behind that and then this is where they like look at the miniatures and they're just like they've never been in the attic before and then Otho steals the handbook i he makes me so mad (laughs) (laughs) he just obviously like this is something like i don't know he's just he's because he says earlier like he's into paranormal stuff too like he's like he does that stuff too and then he takes the book and he's like all suspicious about it like he just yeah, I hate, I hate him, but I love him. <laughs> and then they go, um, so they're still upstairs, and they leave the attic. And then this is where you know, like, they've called Beetlejuice because Beetlejuice, uh, Lid- Delia has her hand on, like, the rail of, like, the top. What would you call that? Like, it's not the like. The banister? Yeah, the banister, I guess. And it turns into a snake. Scaly, and it's, it's, raily. It's Beetle, the Beetlejuice <laughs> snake. And I think that is so scary, and it's so gross to look at. Um yeah, but, it is really creepy. Yeah. And then you yeah. said something that... What were we saying Yeah, earlier? I guess they had filmed that scene before Michael Keaton had really signed on. Mm-hmm. And so um, they were... Like they do, you know, they film everything out of order. And they mm-hmm. film that scene. And, and so it had a different face. Mm-hmm. And then when they signed him on, they decided that it would be... they In order to show the fact that that was actually Beetlejuice and not just something that was... Um, that... Um, that they were that Barb was doing, mm-hmm. you know, they had to put the face on oh, so that, that they would sense. know it was him alone. Yeah, and so, so they funny. had they did it in. I think they did it in stop motion. Yeah, I think I feel like all, a lot of those effects look like straight up yeah. um, stop motion, yeah. which is cool. Well, but yeah, I guess the um, I read this here that the somewhere in here. Hold on, I'm so mad. Oh, the visual effects budget was um, was just a million dollars, which is not a lot, right? Yeah. So a major factor in Tim Burton deciding uh, um, to make the effects look uh, tacky. I mean, he did them as a uh, like like a B movie, like campy, right? Yeah. 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 So they funny. could do more, and yeah. it would be part of the character of the. Which is yeah, funny because I feel like the two Batmans he did too are super campy too, and he had a bigger budget for that. But I feel like that's probably just like his like that's his style. Yeah, which I love, but that makes sense because I was like, that's great. One million dollars for a movie like that though. That's all the costumes and everything. I don't understand. So yeah, they made his face. They put it right up. That's uh, so made wild. Michael Keaton's face as a snake, and now you, you know. Okay, that was Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. And then he literally, like, throws Charlie off. I thought, like, Charlie for sure should have died. <laughs> right. Because he, he literally, from the top of the ceiling, he drops him down through, like, the flight of stairs, like, past it. And I'm like, How? there's no way Charlie's and somehow alive. somehow he's still alive. Yeah. Well, what and he's happened? like, you could have you killed him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did he not die? What happened to the two people in the, the hammer thing? They just went through the roof. Oh, dead. yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't even see them after. Oh, my gosh. They're for sure dead. But, yeah, I was like, there's no way Charlie's going to make it through that. And he did. <laughs> um, so they they have now they get spooked by them basically well by Beetlejuice because they hired him but then of course he takes it way too far and he throws Charlie up and so um I think it's I I think it's um what's her name Barbara she like calls it back right she says Beetlejuice 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 and then he goes back into his miniature I think it's interesting like what does he like what does he get out of it. Just scaring people? 
Like he just like just enjoys scaring people so much. But he wants Lydia. He'll do it for free too, though. That's true. Hi, this, there's Vincent. He's here. Sorry, guys, I didn't introduce yeah, Vincent. He's here. <laughs> no, it's fine. You're good. Um, but yeah, you're you're right. Um, cause cause when he, when he like talks to Delia upstairs, he says something about like um something about they want they want her your your daughter, cause I think he's already been like he already has this plan that he wants to um take Lydia, cause he I guess he can. If he marries her, he can enter back into the real world or something. Mm. So his goal, obviously, is, like, not really to, like, save anyone, but just to, he just wants to get back into the world. Um, so they, and it's so funny because he, he calls Lydia Edgar Allan Poe's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I caught, I never noticed it until this one. I wrote it down and he, when he's, um, he's, like, talking and he, call, he tells um, Adam and Barb, like, oh, but I, like, something about marrying, like, Edgar Allan Poe's daughter. And I thought that was so funny. <laughs> it was true. She's just so, like, dark. <laughs> and, and so they get summoned after that whole thing, because it's a whole mess. They get summoned into Juno's office. And then this is where she says, never trust the living, because they always have, like, their own, like, um, motives for whatever they want to do. And so, uh, so yeah, and so she tells them that they basically have to fix everything and that they have to kick them out themselves out of the house. And then we cut to Lydia writing her suicide note, <laughs> and she's just... It's, this scene is, like, it, it's so dark, but it's so hard not to, like... Because <laughs> she's, like, she keeps erasing, or, like, she's trying she to make tears it... tears off the whole paper. Yeah, because she's trying to make over. it sound more dramatic. So she's, like, if you're already, like, if you're reading this, I have been, like, I'm gone. And then, what does she, like, erases... T- like she's, I jumped, and then she crosses that jump, and I she wrote plummeted. plummeted yeah. <laughs> and she's, like, trying to write it, and, like, you see all the scribbles on it. She's trying to make it sound all, like, intense and, like, and fancy. And then, um, and then she just, yeah, she just, after that. I think she, because she wants to be with Barb, too. Yeah. Like, she wants to be with them. Yeah, she has, like, a connection to them, and, like, they actually, like, if it feels to her, like, they actually care about her, and, like, they do care about her like you see barb like oh like i just want to go back to lydia and they do love her which is like i think that's like a cute surprising like moment if you mm-hmm. watch- haven't watched the film yet and like seeing like there's so much warmth in that too <laughs> um so she so they need to get back the handbook that otho has and the photographs so that's what they need to get bring back to juno and so that's kind of like their goal and then uh so they're not they're there i guess and then beetle so lydia goes back to the attic and starts talking to beetlejuice and then he's, because um, they're just talking, this is before he she summons him, I think, right? Because he tries to get her to say his name, and she does the charades thing. Beetle breakfast. Beetle breakfast, beetle, <laughs> beetle, yeah. And it's, so she's like, he's trying to get her to, like, call, get him back out there. And he, and then after, bef- before she says it the third time, she's like, wait, no, like, you did that. Like, you were the snake, and you were trying to, like, basically trying to kill everyone. Because at first she thought it it was them trying to do it. Mm-hmm. Then... That's why she got mad at them because mm-hmm. she thought that they were trying to scare her, but it was Beetle just the whole time. And then, uh, so ch- during this time, Charlie's trying to get this. He's trying to like make. Is he trying to make the whole city a paranormal like attraction, or is it just the house? I think so because he well, said he wants that... to buy out the different how. Ha- yeah, the whole city. <laughs> he so says he's, he's going to turn the old hardware store, which was Adam's store. Into an insect museum. Yeah, so weird. <laughs> they're just like so off. Like I don't even know, like off the walls, the word to say, but they're just they're just thinking of these wild things just to make money too. 
and so they they bring in his um his is it his boss the the guy that comes in he's I like so. the boss like right a, or like his invest an investor isn't it <sighs> something like that is he realist I don't yeah know. but isn't it um robert goulet oh the singer know. oh it is yeah he's a singer from the 50s oh really he yeah. looks like a knockoff um what's his name with the hawaiian shirts uh, Magnum PI. He looks like, <laughs> like no, um, old, um, Tom Selleck. Yes, he looks like knockoff <laughs> Tom Selleck. He's an old. Singer. Oh yeah, Maxie Dean, Robert Goulet. Yeah, he's an old singer from the from the fifties. Oh, I didn't know that. You've probably heard his songs in movies. You just don't know it was him. It says his his sound his song was in the soundtrack for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I probably heard it. That's so funny. But um, so yeah, so they bring them in because they're trying to invest in like this paranormal city, whatever. Like they're trying to make it a whole attraction. And Otha's been reading the book, so he sees like I don't. Even, would you call it a spell or a cantation? Yeah. To like summon yeah. them. Why is that cantation even in there? <laughs> I know. Like, that's why I was like, if this like is this for. Is the, even though this book is for the recently deceased, we're gonna put a cantation in here, um, just so you know how somebody but, could raise you. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? I mean, what does it do? Because he, when he says it, it brings them into their clothes, but. It also kills them. Like it, w- they what wither away. I think he misunderstands it. Maybe that mm-hmm. he didn't know it was gonna kill him. Yeah, because like, when legit, it happens, he's like he shocked. Yeah. He's just kind of yeah. like, oh, I can't undo it. He doesn't know how. Uh, but what did he think? Also, it was why would do? that be in there? Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> for a dead person. Yeah, already. And why would he pick that one? Like, do you think they're just gonna say hi and bye if he said that? So they, so he has the, he shows Otha shows Lydia that he has the handbook. And then he tries, this is where he does, like, the cantation to try to, like, get them to show up or whatever he thinks it's going to do. And then they have the wedding dresses, because they, the wedding dress and the tux, because they needed, like, a something that belonged to them. Mm-hmm. And so first it's, uh, it's Barb, and she kind of fills in the dress, and you see her, and she's, like, super young. But then she starts withering away super quickly and getting super old. And then he's like, no, stop, like, what are you doing, blah, blah, blah. And then Adam shows into his tux, too. But he, like, takes a while to get older. Yeah, that was weird. He was young for a while, and yeah. she was, like, already In two decrepit. seconds, she was so, like, old <laughs> and dry. Yeah. yeah. When her hand, like, oh, it, like, cracks. <laughs> and so Lydia's freaking out because she's like, oh, my gosh, like, they're going to, like, I guess kill, kill them to, to again. again. And so she, she goes to um, talk to Beetlejuice. She's like, no, like, I need your help. Um, I'll do whatever you want. Like, I just need you to save them. And he, like, so obviously he knows, like, she's like, oh, but he talks about how he wants to get married or whatever because he wants to be able to, like, live in the world and stuff. But Lydia's like, oh, like, I just want, I just need them to be okay. Like, can he just do this? And so she does. And he shows up. Do you think it was, like, exercising them and then they were going to end up in the, with the the lost lost souls? souls? Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. Maybe it was an exorcism. I mean, because they do show that. Why else would they? Yeah, they moment. made the point of showing that and mm-hmm. making it look creepy, and we don't want to go there. And then, like, maybe that did it. But again, why was that in the book? <laughs> yeah, why was that in the book for someone else to read? Uh, someone that was undead to read that and be like, oh, okay, let me do that. Like, not good. And so, they, so Beetle just shows up, and he, so he comes out with like the carousel head thing, and he said, well, that's where you see Jack Skellington on the, top, the, very of the top. Yeah, and he's real teeny, but uh-huh. he's on there. And then he just. He so he kind of shoots the he what's that what would you call that the thing when he gets when the people go up like the strength test the, strength the carnival test? game the strength carnival test. game with a hammer mm-hmm. you, you bang it and then you see how f- 
far it goes. Yeah. But they go the through the roof. Room. Yeah, so they're for sure dead because that's <laughs> super tall. Um, so he, like, yeah, they get rid of them. And then Delia and Charles are just, like, in shock. And then Lydia's, like, holding on to them because she's, like, so scared. And he, so this is where he kind of realized, like, oh, like, he's gonna, he's trying to marry Lydia. And then he changes into his, like, red tux. Yeah. It's so funny. He's, like, <laughs> does try to does his hair all nice and stuff. And then Lydia's wearing her awesome, like, red dress. I love that dress so much. <laughs> and so they're, so, so during this time, though, like, they're, um, Barb and Adam go back into, like, their full form, right? Like, slowly. At first, I'm like, wait, does he even bring him back? But obviously he did, but I was just like, wait, why is it taking so long? Because they were just there, like, they crumbled into a pile for a while, and then they slowly, like, got back up. Yeah, like, why did they start taking a turn? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because all of a sudden they were young again, and then she could talk. Mm Mm-hmm. Why did they turn back? I mean, he said he was going to save them if yeah. Lydia married okay. him. So. Yeah. so as the wedding's going on, they're coming back. Mm-hmm. They're slowly coming back. Okay. And then this weird, like, alien-looking guy comes to officiate the wedding. I like him. He looks like a Star funny. Wars character. He does. Yeah. And he comes out, and then um, Lydia's, like, just, like, she's in there. And then they're, like, about to get married. And they, it keeps getting delayed because everyone just keeps seeing Beetlejuice's name, like, once or twice. And then he, like, shoots... Um, Alec Baldwin into Saturn again, right? He goes back into like the sand, the sand area. No, he or sh- Gina Davis. He shoots him into the model. Oh yeah, yeah. Gina yeah. Davis into Saturn. And then that's when she, she brings like the worm after. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then he, um, so they're trying to get married and and it's getting close. And I love that point, that part when he takes her voice mm-hmm. and he says, "I, Lydia, like with sound mind, like I, <laughs> like she, like." She kind of, she doesn't really say yes, but he, he does it. He possesses her to say yes. And the last thing he says, oh, I love that man of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. And they're about to, like, did so basically they did get married because she said yes, but they never pronounced them husband and wife, so I guess that didn't count. He never kissed the bride. Yeah, And never true. put a ring on it. <laughs> oh, that's true. He had the finger on the, the old finger on the ring, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry that she, did, she didn't mean anything to me. <laughs> like, the old finger with the ring. And so they, um... So Barbara comes back with the sandworm to, like, stop him. And then um, Adam, he drives the truck and hits his foot, right? He just hits his foot, which is funny. And then, yeah. And so they kind of, the sandworm eats him, I guess. Or takes him, takes him away. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, take him back to where he came from. Yeah. (laughs) And then, um, so they're fine. And it's, like, so funny because after you kind of see, like, Lydia standing in the middle between the two, like, couples so it's like charlie and um delia can see um adam and barb and they're just kind of looking at each other and then after that you know that they're just gonna all live yeah, together they in realize, harmony. well they're good for the you know they're good for her and she loves them and maybe mm-hmm. we can all cohabitate this house yeah. together yeah. i can imagine living with like two ghosts fine like that's okay <laughs> and they don't really have a choice mm-hmm. i mean unless they're gonna exercise them out of the house or move yeah, but they're probably just glad that they i mean they helped them save them mm-hmm. yeah they're alive still because they did that mm-hmm. they would have been dead for sure if they didn't save them yeah yeah so they um so they come back to they come back home well they've been home um so it's like it jumps to them so lydia's leaving school so there's been some time that's passed and she comes back and then you can tell like when i first watched this i was like wait did the parents like move away because you don't <laughs> see them till the end of that scene because i'm like oh my gosh did like barb and adam adopt them <laughs> adopt her but she's but they're 
they're dead, but so he, they've been like taking care of her too, but also like her parents or her stepmom and her um, dad still live there. But it's like cute to see like her relationship with um, Barbara and Adam and like they like teaching her how to do math and all that stuff. And um, and then after that's the whole jump in jump in the line sequence, which I love, which is super fun. And I want the outfit that she's wearing, that school outfit. <laughs> I think that's cute too that they ended it in that school outfit because it makes her look not depressed. Yeah, no, yeah. she's not all goth anymore. Yeah, she's not totally goth, 100%. Yeah. But yeah, then you can tell, like, she's happy. Like, she has both. She has, like, her weird parents and, like, her, her dead family. <laughs> and then dead he's family. reading a book. Her dad is reading a book mm-hmm. on how to... It's like... It's a magazine, like, how to yeah. cohabitate... Living and dead together or something, like... Yeah. It's like a handbook for how do you live with them how do you both live together? So I guess he did make money off of it after all. Yeah. Or, or I thought maybe that or that they had, um, like, Juno had a book of, like, that too. Like, a Living and Dead Together book or something. I don't know. But he's, like, reading it. So he's, like, they obviously, like, have been, they live together now. Which is weird. I, would, I don't want to live with ghosts. <laughs> but, and then after that, you see Beetlejuice is in the waiting room. <laughs> so he's, like, dead, like. Ten so, times over. So. Yeah. And then he's sitting next to the headhunter who has number four mm-hmm. his next to um, to go in. And Beetlejuice has... Like, like one million. Nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like. <laughs> so he's like, look, there's Elvis. <laughs> and I like how he's like, did you... He's like talking about the pygmy, like the head shrunken guy. He's all, did you do that? I love your work. <laughs> <laughs> And, oh, that little head is so cute. It's just his big, big bug eyes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's not cute. It's so ugly. It's, it's cute. <laughs> it's so ugly that it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets his head shrunk because the guy puts the dust on him because he takes the ticket. <laughs> yeah. And then he, his head just shrinks. And then he's like, oh, I kind of like this. And then and then it ends. Right? Yeah. That's that it. was cute. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's where he's filling up that girl's leg. Yeah. Which I read was Tim Burton's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but no face, just the legs. Just the legs. But yeah, so that's Beetlejuice. Um, we can keep talking about it, but that's the end of the movie. So something I read it. was Tim Burton feared that the Deo, se- Deo sequence wouldn't go over well since, in his opinion, it wasn't very funny. Mm-hmm. Turned out to be wrong. Audience, audiences loved it and think of it as one of the mo- of the film's most iconic scenes. Yeah, for sure. I think so too. Yeah, I've seen the that scene in the Beetlejuice mu- musical on YouTube, the Deo scene, it's, and I think it's so cool. I want to watch the it. The soundtrack is awesome. Yeah, and I feel like it explains kind of more the unanswered questions, or at least gives answers to those those things that they don't really get to in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, you get to see more of. Uh, Delia's and Lydia's relationship Hmm. Uh, and her kind of her relationship with her dead mom oh I I have that song on my playlist dead mom (laughs) yeah there's a song called dead mom so she's she's dead they yeah because they they say that Delia's a stepmom but they don't say whether she's dead or alive the real mom yeah Yeah. so you, you get to see a lot more of Lydia's character and kind of her struggle between whether or not she's gonna let Beetlejuice help her mm. or if she's gonna kill herself to be with Wow dark I know it's pretty dark. <laughs> and they also talk about um and I think it's like one of the first songs they talk about um Adam Barb's 
inability to conceive. Oh. And, like, there's a whole song about it, about how they're preparing, that they bought this big house so that they could have room for a baby. Oh. And then she can't have the whole song is about them not being able to have kids. So sad. Such a dark movie and dark, like, story. And with all those funny parts. Yeah. Yeah. And you remember all the funny, and funny parts. characters. And, like, such yeah. unique characters. I don't think I've ever watched... I've watched a lot of movies, but I feel like this is one of, like, the top three where I've seen, like, the most unique and fun characters that you just want to know more about. Yeah. I love it. And even at, at the end of the musical, they kind of take a twist on it with where Lydia and Beetlejuice kind of become friends. Hmm. So at the end, it's it's about him living in the house. Oh. Or him being her friend and them, like, scaring people together. So I, they kind of took a little a little bit of a different turn. That's fun. I would love to see, like, a version like that for the film. Plus Alec, Alec Brightman, Alex Brightman, the guy who plays him, mm-hmm. is such a good actor. He did School of Rock, he too, right? He did School right? of Rock, so yeah. Good. He played Mr. Schneebly. Oh. Schneebly. So, so Tim Burton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen like yeah, the animated feature. I've seen pictures of that, but I've, I've never watched it. I've seen it. Did you like it? It was s- silly. Yeah. But it was okay, I guess. <laughs> I thought the animation looked super cute. Like the way Beetlejuice yeah. was drawn. I yeah. loved it. Um, Tim Burton. So, okay, so Beetlejuice was 1988, right? Mm-hmm. Pee Wee's Big Adventure was 1985. But 1984, when I was researching this movie, I was like, well, what's his first movie? Like, I thought it was. I thought it was. Um, well, technically, big feature film was Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Mm-hmm. But before that, he made a 30-minute short, which is on Disney Plus, of Frankenweenie. Yeah, yeah. And it's... I saw so I'm like, I got to see this. And I yeah. watched it. And I'm like, you know what? I've seen this before. I didn't know where I had, could have seen it. But it's the Frankenweenie story. Oh, but it's... Um, it's a short. I love Frankenweenie. I saw but, that. But it's on... not a cartoon. It's live action, right? Yeah, it's live action. You're kidding. No, and it's Shella Duvall and uh, Daniel Stern... Mm-hmm. And they're the parents, and then there's the kid, and there's a it's a little dog that looks just like the Frankenweenie, just like the cartoon. And then they, they, years later, they made it into mm-hmm. a. That's so cool. I, that's been on my list. I'm like, wait, this is like the live action one. 2012 was the Frankenweenie movie, the yeah. cartoon. But oh. yeah, you have to see it. It's on so, Disney Plus. Uh, it's only 30 minutes long. That's so cute. So have you seen it? Frankenweenie makes me. It's sad. cute, it's so good. but and you're like, who? Because, you know, they show him get hit by the car. I mean, not physically hurt, yeah. but they show that, that scene. They just don't so, show the impact. But you're like, what kind of dude wrote this, you know? <laughs> kind of dark what kind guy. Of dark? Yeah. And, yeah. And then you see Pete Herman and you're like, okay, this guy's weird. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then you keep watching it. <laughs> you yeah, keep watching Beetlejuice. And you see Beetlejuice and you're like, but you know what? I'm a, I'm a Tim Burton fan. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Mm. I think some of my favorite movies well, are Tim okay. Burton. Well, if we go back I think to, so too. We gotta go back to. Uh, you gotta go to Mars Attacks, though. I just watched that again, la- like last weekend. It is just so bonkers. <laughs> it's bonkers. It it's really so is. Funny. And it flopped, I guess. It did. But I big was just time. like, there's Chuck Nicholson. There's um, everybody. Every uh, yeah, like Sarah Jessica Parker, so Michael many J. Stars Fox, are in it. Natalie Portman is in it. But just the premise and how they kill the aliens. You're just yeah. like, what? And you the, can't the get that song out of your head and. And then, okay, so it was Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. and there used to be Warner Brothers out, um, Warner Brothers stores at the malls, like Disney stores. Oh, I remember. Go, yeah, where you could go buy. There was one at the uh, uh, Ontario Mills. 
and it was an outlet. Mm-hmm. And so they'd bring all the stuff there that just didn't, you know, that yeah. didn't sell. There was tons of Mars Attack stuff. I wish I could have gotten tons. all that stuff. That movie is so... Cause... I'd like to have it now, but yeah. <laughs> back then it was like, oh, yeah. such a bad movie. Well, so, because what, what year did that one come out? Like 90s? Um, Mars Attacks, 1996. I just like, because I watched it, I've watched it like three times and then I rewatched it last week because I haven't watched it in a while, but I was like trying to understand like, how does the... Like, when it came out, like, were people just, like, surprised or, like, not... Because it had such a, t- like, huge bill of, like, m- really famous actors and actresses. So, like, how does a movie like that flop? Is it just because it was just totally off the wall? Like, these, like, act, act, like, these, a- <laughs> these like, aliens. I think it was just... The fact that it was bizarro mm-hmm. and that just... It was bizarro. just a, a time where people weren't accepting movies that like that, that. Way, like that yeah it was ahead of its time yeah i think so you know i think so because people might accept it now mm-hmm. i bet you if you put that on in a at a theater yeah people would love it especially people since, think it's genius yeah they'll be like so why did, how did we miss this yeah you i know? love it i thought it was so funny but it's just the aliens are funny mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean it was so it basically this aliens come and come and attack, mm-hmm. and the they discover that the only way that they can kill them is to the power of knowledge. No, the power <laughs> of yodeling. No, you're kidding. <laughs> they have to play. I don't know if it's just that specific record, mm-hmm. but it's but you have to look up the song. But it's they play this record and. And it makes their brains explode. And their, hel- awesome. their, their helmets, you can, my brain you can see their brain inside. Mm-hmm. And so you can actually see it explode when they listen to this yodeling song. And I think the grandma has it. And that's how they find out. It's just, what? and so they have to blast the music all over the town yeah. to kill awesome. these aliens. And so it's, it's such a silly premise that people probably just went, no. I'm not sure. No, Tim Burton. But for sure now it would be Couldn't like a crank hit. back the weirdness. Because yeah. <laughs> That's I, I love that. Movies are so funny and it's just like such a random, like Pierce Bronson and I'm like, what are you doing in this movie? What? Oh, and he, doesn't he, who gets his head attached? Uh, detached? I think it's his head. <laughs> yeah, and then Sarah Jessica Parker turns into oh, like her dog. Her, they put her head on a dog. Yeah. I think They're it's just like dog. experimenting with humans. Mm-hmm. It's so it's really it random. And there's it's so many people really in, this, in this movie. And so then, like, three years later, he does Sleepy Hollow. And the then, complete And then Edward Scissorhands, dark. was that... What year was that? Edward Scissorhands mm-hmm. was um, 1990. Yeah. Which was an odd concept, but it's cool. Edward Scissorhands was it, um, odd, mm-hmm. but it was, it was beautiful and yeah. touching and the tone was just like so it was very um constant throughout but it was like, like an intense like i don't know you didn't feel like out of whack you're just like oh this is like a sweet kind of like love story yeah, and in you a just way. accepted it you just yeah. accepted that he had scissors for hands and that <laughs> he just wanted to be loved could, nobody could help him and yeah. that he cut good hair yeah and he was in love. It was just... That is so funny. I know. You say it out loud and it sounds, it sounds weird. bizarre. But it, yeah. the movie is just so sweet. It, yeah. It's a, like, is, you watch it... Is it Christmas? Yeah, Christmas. Because yeah. it, it starts snowing. Well, yeah. he makes he the makes ice. He makes the, the angel. Snow. Yeah. The... Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. He does... 
Yeah, he did some great movies. And then I really love Sweeney Todd. I think that's like Sweeney one of my Todd favorite. It's just, yeah. It's just wild. Oh, so good. But so good. And then Alan Rickman in that one too. And then I kind of just lost my way with the Alice in Wonderland movies. And then I, I didn't watch Dumbo. I didn't see the second, the look through the looking glass. I saw that mm-hmm. one. I did not like it. I think I got bad reviews and I didn't want to watch it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like Dumbo a lot. I didn't watch and it he one. was so cute. <sighs> Dumbo? Yes, like it was like I wanted to crush him. Oh, okay. That's how cute he was. His <laughs> eyeballs were like popping out of his little elephant Aww. face. Oh, he was cute. And he just looked like sad all the time. Mm. So. One of my favorites is Big Fish. Oh, I love Big Fish. Oh, as soon oh, as so I saw good. it, I went and told my mom, You have to see this movie. I had rented it from, that was back when Redbox actually. Um, also got turned into a musical, by the way. Or not Redbox. Oh, what am I talking about? Ne- Netflix used Netflix? to send you uh, mm, DVDs. Mm-hmm. So I had to run it over to her. And I'm like, you have to see this movie. Aww. I missed it at the theaters. Because I'm like, this is about dad. This is about da- dad. Because my dad would like, my dad would tell stories. Mm-hmm. And like, like I heard the same story 20 years ago. And it was different. Like 20 years later, the story was like so much more elaborate. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. That's not how I heard it. The first 20 times I heard, it just got better and better. Every time my dad told a story Mm -hmm. from the past, it just got better and better and better. And I'm like, that's him. That's what's this guy, you know? And they watched it. And then my dad was like, I don't understand. Why would he say it's about me? I'm like, never mind. (laughs) Ewan McGregor is like. Oh, Ewan McGregor. So good. Yeah. Yeah. He just can never be bad looking. Yeah. He's going to. I know. Be 80 beautiful man. And just be yeah. beautiful. A handsome Obi Wan. Uh, aged Obi Wan. Yes. Even when he was 90. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm trying to think. It's the last time. I will just watch Nightmare for Christmas all the time, so it doesn't even. <laughs> the one before um, that he did, before Dumbo. Dumbo was the last one. The one before that was Miss uh, Miss Pettigrew's Home for Peculiar Oh, I watched that children. one. <laughs> and Big okay. Eyes before that. I oh, seen I didn't that. see I didn't watch book. that one. Yeah, I heard the book's really good. To watch it. I want him to just do another creepy, weird movie. Dark Shadows. Dark Sh- I love that. That was Shadows. really funny. It took my mom to see that. And it was she- a huge flop. And my mom mm-hmm. used to watch the, the, show? the TV show mm-hmm. when she was growing up. So she like, okay, well, she could relate. But she was like, that was weird, Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that. that. That movie is so good. I think that Johnny Depp just can't do anything bad. Mm-hmm. Everything I see him in. He He's just makes job. it his own character. Yeah, exactly. I know. Hopefully he'll do another, like, weird, dark movie soon. Well, they darkened up Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, all right? I think about that movie all the time because I I think it traumatized me. I can't talk about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory if you've been on TikTok. Oh, my gosh. Because that the Johnny Depp version of it has been so sexualized. Oh, really? From TikTok? Yes, it's really horrible. So I don't like to it's go so there. Funny. Oh gosh. Lots of I didn't like that they used the same guy for all the Oompa Loompas. That bothered me. Yeah, they no, couldn't have used nothing against Deep Roy, but <laughs> I definitely like the musical number though. Yeah, that one. Do you? Yes, I, like I think it's it's on brand. Yeah, know. for sure. Okay, so let's rate the movie for one to ten, you guys. <sighs> I feel like giving it a ten is like too, too much. good. I'm gonna Don't give it. A, I'm gonna give it a nine. Only because I feel like there could have been more character development. It was too short. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Things were just... It moved along so quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to shoot for it eight and a half. <laughs> like, I, like, I really like it, but... Yeah, and it could have used more Michael Keaton. Uh-huh, <laughs> always. 
yeah i think i'd say eight and a half i just i wanted more and I, yeah i think i wanted more character development too but i thought it was fun it's a short to, movie yeah it's a short so. movie yeah. you have to like it's pretty tight and so i think it's a classic i'll never get tired of it but i just i want more yeah. of it there's only one of them <laughs> it's that rare like occasion where there's on there's no sequels and so i'm just like i just have to savor those the one yeah the one have. and a half hour i have with it <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and then after you watch it, you always got to go listen to Harry Belafonte. So mm-hmm. that's true. <laughs> Maybe I can add some at the end. I don't know. But yeah, so that's Beetlejuice. Thank you guys for being on it. Thanks, Vincent, for fact checking. <laughs> 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 and yeah, thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope please watch it if you haven't watched it. I don't listen to this if you haven't watched it. Um, but we'll be back with more scary movies for the rest of October. So thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.